and welcome to the Opposite Effect Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Destiny Dado. I am one of your co-hosts, Dave Worth. It's been a while. How hey, have you been? Um, bad. All right. <laughs> How have you been? Uh, eh, probably similar. Yeah. Uh, uh, it mostly had a lot to do with the snow, but we're you know we're maybe making some tweaks to the format, so you'll uh, hear some news coming up or whatever. Yeah, or maybe you won't. Maybe the tweaks will just happen. Yeah. Maybe Whoa. maybe maybe we'll show up and tweak you. But I'm. You have to ask permission before you tweak somebody. I, I mean, I'm imagining that all con- all consent will be both asked and given. Okay. I'm just saying you, you told the person you weren't going to tell them that you were just going to show up. Oh, well, I'll show up, ask, can I tweak you? And okay. And if they say, yes, I would like you to tweak me, I'll be like, yeah. great. I've, I've received enthusiastic consent for this tweaking. Uh Speaking of tweaks, mm. for the purposes of today's show, because it's been a month, it which has. is the longest we've been apart, um, we ever, yeah, kind of, <laughs> um, uh, we decided we're doing away with crazy chum tweets for this week. Uh, we're doing away with this week in smoke, yeah. and we're just going to catch up on the short list of things that happened, yeah, since last uh, last we got together. Right, we're going to go through it, right. maybe comment on it a little bit, sure, uh, and then get into our opposite effect. Yeah, did we come up with an opposite effect? We're, we'll get there. Okay, good. <laughs> um, loose episode, guys. It's like, yeah, it's been a while. Um, all right. So, I have a big old list. This is in no way comprehensive. Yeah, uh, and, and we, did, didn't, we didn't read through it afterwards, so there may be some redundant things. So. Did, did we discuss this week at all? <laughs> No, no, we didn't get into this week, but Great. we'll try and throw in we'll, some this we'll, week stuff at the yeah, end. Yeah, we'll get we'll get more specific based off of what we remember. Um, thank you for listening. Okay, um, so hey, um, a lot of people are suing Donald Trump right now, and a lot of them are involved in uh, making uh, uh, nudie films. Yeah, um, or, that- or just or just generally being scantily clad. Yes, yes. Um, uh, adult entertainers, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the term adult entertainers because legally they are adults. Yeah. But a lot of people who consume pornography are not adults. They're like 16-year-olds being like, wait, I can see their parts? No, I, I think you're confused because when you go to a website that's got that, mm. um, usually you have to say, hey... Are you eighteen? You're right, right. Yes or no, and then right. people and don't lie on the yeah, internet. Yeah, nobody ever lies about that. You're you're right. You you've you've got yeah. me there. Um, because the courts will come and stop you. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the door gets kicked down. It's I mean Jeff Sessions is in charge of the Justice Department. Right, he's cracking down. Um, uh, in, in addition, some reservos is also involved in these lawsuits, um, and she is not an adult entertainer that I recall. Right, uh, she is instead. Um, an ex uh, uh, member of The Apprentice. Yeah. Um, member of The Apprentice. Apparently, the, the Apprentice was a band. Um, <laughs> and uh, she uh, was on The Apprentice, and then she was off The Apprentice, and later said, well, Hey, while I was on The Apprentice, Donald Trump was real handsy. Um, and Donald Trump called her a liar. And she said, I will sue you for that because that yeah. is defamation of character, which it is. Uh, the case is somewhat uh, interesting beyond that, just because it had never been established, uh, honestly, that the president could be sued in a non-federal court. 
Yes. And now that has been established. Yes, and we'll, we'll probably get more into the, the Stormy Daniels and whatever, sure. the, whatever the other lady's name is. Kristen McDougal? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, it's just so crazy that in this past week, like, a Playboy Playmate said they slept with the President of the United States mm-hmm. many, many times. Yep. Uh, a, uh, a porn star said they slept with the President and then spiked him uh, and then spanked him with a magazine that he was on. With his own face on it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we saw all those interviews as a country. Yeah. And we're collectively like, that's it? Yeah. That's, that's the only thing that happened? How many hours do you think Anderson Cooper spent showering this week? A lot. Yeah. 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 That man feels disgusting. Mm-hmm. The, the, the number of times he had to hear somebody say that the Trump said, you are attractive, you remind me of my daughter. Oh, my God. And then go on to sleep with that person is enough to sort of ruin everybody's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he can't close his eyes because that's all he sees. Yeah. Um, how many presidents from now do you think it will take before a president just has sex with a porn star during, like, the State of the Union? I think, And we all just go, like, all right. I think in the next round of debates, uh, Donald Trump is just going to whip it out and scream the N-word. <laughs> At the same time. I, I, I hope he does. I hope so, too. <laughs> I really hope so. Because like, that would be a great, like, a great test for this country that, like, if on live TV, yeah. he takes out his penis, screams the N-word, and then we go, okay, what are the ratings tomorrow? <laughs> my what fe- demographic I mean- went up? My feeling is that before this is over, we will see Donald Trump's penis. Mm. And before this is over, we will hear him use the N-word. Uh, both those things, I think, are... Like, I wish those were Inevitable. markets on Predict It, right? Yeah. Because I would be buying, like, shit. <laughs> um, uh, but they're not, unfortunately. Come on, Vegas, put some shit together. Yeah, seriously, guys. Uh, so, moving right along... Um, he fired uh, sexy Rex Tillerson. Yep, on and, the toilet. Uh, yes. Rex was on the toilet, received that information via tweet. Uh, Pompeo is uh, now the Secretary of State. What? what I, I just want to correct you yeah. there. Because um, the, those two things are actually different. Right. Rex Tillerson, because um, the argument was uh, that Rex Tillerson found out via tweet. And they're like, yeah. oh, no. Right, he found um, out by somebody showing him the tweet. Yeah, on the to- no, I think I think Kelly called him while he was on the toilet. I heard that Kelly called him and told him to be prepared for a tweet, okay. and he needed to come back from Africa. Okay, the point is he was pooping. He found mm-hmm. out he got fired. Yeah. Uh, do, you th- do you think that helped the poop or hindered the poop? I feel like a great. Release occurred at that point. Yeah, like, uh, there was a lo- there was a lot of relaxing that occurred at that point. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, so Pompeo moves from CIA to um, to State Department because they're the same thing. <laughs> and yeah, and why not? Why not run? Why not run the presidency like it's one of those like nine by nine grids where you have one fewer block and you're trying to make <laughs> the uh, picture the picture, you know. <laughs> 
Um, uh, why not run the presidency that way? So Pompeo moves for, uh, laterally three squares, and Gina Haspel, who is a career CIA officer and who definitely ran a black site in Thailand where her people were tortured. Yeah. And, now, and then destroyed all the evidence And then of destroyed it. all the evidence. In fairness, she received a memo asking her to destroy that evidence before uh, she personally destroyed that okay. evidence. Um, now she is going to be the head of the, F- of the CIA if she can um, convince senators to vote for her, which is an open question. Yeah. Um, uh, I was going to say, do you think there's anybody that they... That got tortured at the black site. That is seeing her going like, "Oh my god, that's not ever tortured me!" Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, but I, I also, th- I think that like maybe if you were tortured at the CIA black site, you probably don't have TV. No, you. Uh, I mean, like the people specifically that uh, were tortured. I think uh, there that we know of are currently in Gitmo. Yeah. Um. So that's fun. That's fun. Um, he, his personal assistant, John McEnty, McEnty, mm-hmm. um, was escorted from the White House for reasons unclear, though people mention the words gambling problem quite a bit yeah. and, um, some kind of compromise, uh, that prevented him from getting a security clearance. So that's great. Ex- escorted from the White House by the, how, how many times did we hear under Obama the words escorted from the White House? None that I can recall. I only remember it in the, in the context of jumped over the, the gates. You yeah. know? There, there was, um, it was described as a situation where uh, they were like, hey, um, you're, you know, we're escorting you from the like, Okay, let me just get my, my coat. And they're like, no. oh, no, it's fine. It, we'll bring it to you. It will be brought to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So he was escorted from the White House, and then Trump hired him to run his 2020 campaign for presidency. Yeah. Uh, within. Like 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like, I mean, everybody has to have a job, you know? And right. And the, clearly this guy. I mean, this is also a job that Paul Manafort and Corey Lewandowski had, as well mm-hmm. as Steve Bannon. So, you know, that's yeah, that's a thing. Um, I mean, it's all- not—it's not like the reason he got fired was because he had big gambling debts that made him susceptible to blackmail, right? Um, you know, or being manipulated by outside sources that are acquiring those debts, right? No, that's not anything like what Manafort did, where he had like. Debts, he had tremendous to Russian debts. oligarchs that opened yeah. him up to blackmail. Yeah, those where things. He, there are emails where he literally says, "Maybe we can make this right. Uh, can we get? Can we get to right? Can we yeah. get to square?" Um, yeah, no, that's fun. Um, speaking of, he's already doing work. They've come up with their slogan. Yeah, for uh, for twenty twenty campaign. Keep America great. Keep America great. Um, uh, which is um, less pleasing on the ear. Yeah. So, like, make America great again. MAGA. Keep America great. CAG. Yeah. <laughs> is he just going to start screaming CAG? Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming he wanted it like, I got to think version one was keep America great again. Because <laughs> he wanted to do CAGA. Yeah. I mean, uh, and then people were like, that sounds like CAGA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, keep, uh, what about Keep America Great Allen? 
Um, so anyway, McMaster cut faster. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that, it's I, not clear if he resigned or was fired. Yeah, um, but he is done. Uh, as I uh, and replaced by uh, Bolton. Yes, that um, has not yet occurred. No, that'll occur, I believe, on the 15th or the 17th or something like It'll that. It'll occur so. sometime in April. And, I mean, like, we should we should keep dates very, very much top of mind. Because if there's one thing that Donald Trump is, it's punctual. Yeah. And rem- re- remember when he said, I'm going to defeat ISIS in the first 90 days? And he mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. And there's no more ISIS. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, here's the... Here, when... Um, uh, when McMaster's got fired, I had the sudden realization that we're like, oh no. The person who we are relying on now to keep us out of like war right. is named Mad Dog. <laughs> and, that, and he's only has that job because Trump found out that his nickname was Mad Dog. Right. Like, yeah. like that we're relying on Mad Dog to <laughs> keep to keep us all safe right now. And he's like apparently he does he's not happy with Mad Dog like a lot of the time. Yeah. And do you think when he is unhappy with Mad Dog, like he he pulls Jared aside and he's like, I don't get it. I want some Mad Dog from him. <laughs> yeah. What do I got to do? What do I got to do to see Mad Dog here? Where's my Mad Dog? Where's my Roy Cohn? <laughs> um. Yeah. Bolton is uh Bolton, Bolton is coming in. Uh. Nut job. I mean, the good thing about him is that he's bad. He's bad. In what sense? In every sense. So by good thing, I mean not good thing. Well, the, the, the concern that I've been hearing about him... Is that he's bad. I mean, no, he is bad. Yeah, yeah. But is that he is um, good at, at making cohesive arguments. Right. So there's a fear that he is smarter than Trump. I mean, that's... Yeah, sure. Um, that he will be able to swing... Um, he would be able to convince Trump to do more things because A, right. Trump is already leaning in the direction that he is, and that B, he can make such a good argument to Trump, even if it is manipulative and shitty, um, that he'll actually be very, very powerful. Yeah, I mean, the thing I fall back to is that this is like um, Dallas, if everybody had eaten lead paint during their mm-hmm. youth, like there's all this conniving and, and scheming against each other, but it's uh, by broken individuals who have no actual political ability. Um, and the reason Bolton couldn't get past his, uh, uh, his Senate confirmation wasn't necessarily his views, because let's keep in mind, this was the Bush administration. Yeah. It was that he was so ap- anti-political and so disliked by people so instantly disliked people hated him and he was known to be a bully and shitty to his staff and right but I mean, this is this is a white house that leaks like a sieve and that where people are constantly scheming against each other bolton may be the smartest guy in the room but that's actually dangerous for bolton because he already walking in the door jared's gonna hate him ivanka's gonna hate him because he's an asshole. Yes, but that, that's that's my big concern. Is that's part of my big concern is that like when people were describing negative aspects of him, one of the words that kept coming up over and over again, other than like Hawk and wants to murder everyone, 
um, is temperamental. Yeah. Is that he is very prone to anger. Right. And when you put your national security advisor... Has an anger issue. Has an yeah, anger no, issue. That's, that's, that's suboptimal. Yeah, and your president has an anger issue. Yeah. And they get together and have to figure out what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, because I have to imagine that as much as, like, I did have issues with McMaster, you know. Yeah, sure. Um, but he was a three-star general. He'd seen some shit. Right. Like, um, it probably took a lot to rile him up. You know, like. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was he'd probably even keel. Yeah. When you've been shot at and bombed and seen people that you know die, somebody like slighting you is not going to have the same effect as it right. will if you know, you almost if you originally didn't get the job because you had a mustache. Right. And that's gonna piss you off. Um Well maybe you know, like maybe the mustache will be our like fail safe. In what sense? In the sense that if he doesn't shave it, Donald Trump will be like kind of mad at him. All okay, the time. so yeah, so you're saying like, like he'll just be like, like I feel like nine out of ten of their conversations will be like, John, just shave it, come on. <laughs> it's like that's my thing, it's my brand, John, John. But I, I yeah, yeah. All right, well, this, we gotta end this meeting. <laughs> yeah. uh, no one will recognize me if I shave it. Uh, we gotta go. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go. Shit, and rage tweet. Um, about you. Um, uh, so it was another, and it was another, um, very classic Trump firing, like done by tweet, everybody taken by surprise. Yeah. And even, even Bolton didn't know he was getting that particular job on that particular day. So. But, but with the, um, with the McMaster thing, it was sort of that, like, he's going to fire him. No, I'm not. Yeah, the yeah. president has the utmost confidence in him. Yeah. Um, except tomorrow. He, I'm going to fire yeah, him. Yeah, right. Um, Gary uh, Cohn mm-hmm. uh, quit mm-hmm. his advisory position, um, his economic advisory position, because um, he's concerned about tariffs and yeah. uh, trade war. And Donald Trump wants to have a trade war. Yeah, but don't worry. He hired a guy from Fox News, so everything's going to be yeah. fine. A guy who I have not bothered to learn his name because he is a guy from Fox News. Right. Like, that is that is his qualification. Yeah. Well, one of the great qualifications that he had was in uh, uh, 2007, he said, the economy is going to be great. It's yeah. going to be great for the foreseeable future. Don't worry about yeah, a crash that's coming. There's, there's all no these bubble. sound bites about him talking about the housing bubble and like yeah. the idiots who believe in it. And like, yeah. Unrepentant. Unrepentant, that man. Um, so the tariffs happened, and the market became what is commonly known as volatile. Yeah. Uh, going through these um, negative and positive swings of hundreds of points a day mm-hmm. as people tried to figure out whether or not um, money is still good. Yeah. Uh, and so far they have not resolved that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. This was the, because t- there have been two tariffs since last we recorded. There's the uh, steel and aluminum tariffs. Yeah. Where originally he said there are no exceptions. And then he was like, okay, there'll be exceptions for like most of our allies. So that's fine. Uh, and then there was the China tariffs where China was like, okay, well, yeah. Fuck all y'all. Then right. we're gonna do these things and we'll see how it goes. Um this is slightly out of order, 
But um, did you read anything about the trade deal uh, that he made last night? Oh, a, a little bit. Um, he he restructured something. Yeah. As, as far as I can tell... I hear trade deal and I fall asleep. Right. As far as I can tell, here's how the trade deal worked. Mm-hmm. This is his first real like trade deal right. um, since becoming president. Right. Because he's the great... He's a deal maker. Yeah. President um, Deals is at it again. Uh, so here's what South Korea mm-hmm. um, got an exception from uh, the steel and the aluminum steel tariffs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because they're one of our allies and he felt like it was important to do that. What we got was an agreement that um, previously only 25,000 U.S. cars could be sold in uh-huh. uh, South Korea. Uh-huh. Now 50,000 U.S. cars could be sold in South Korea. That's great. So it seemed like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Good. more cars. Yeah. Um, which, if you just read that, you go, cool. Good job, President Deals. Um, the $25,000 or 25,000 car agreement has been in there for a while. Um, no more than 12,000 cars have ever been sold in a given year mm. in South Korea. So um, we were at half of the uh, target amount, the cap. Ma- yeah. uh, the cap. Um, so we doubled the cap Yeah. Um, so that we will miss the cap by more. Right. So what Korea got was status quo. Right. What we got was status quo. Right. Um, so the, the first trade deal that he made was for nothing... For no reason. President Deals. Yeah. Doing the deals. I love President Deals. Um, had a little conversation with Vlad, Vladimir Putin mm-hmm. on the phone. Yeah. Congrats, um, dude. Congrats. Yeah. big. Uh, you know, from, from this podcast to your ears, Vladimir, um, we've got, I, I've got some paper in front of me that says, do not congratulate Putin on yeah. this podcast. And I'm just going to go Maverick here. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, lad. You did it. You uh, there, won the election. Why do we have pieces of paper in front of you if if you're not going to read them? I was not elected to this podcast to read pieces <laughs> of paper. I was elected to this podcast because the American people are tired of hope. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, I, and they they desperately want a, a an idiot to scream at them. Now, on one hand, I would uh, I would say that you do not speak for this podcast in mm-hmm. congratulating Vladimir Putin. Right. On the other hand, I would say more evidence has come out about him having somebody bludgeoned to death <laughs> on U.S. soil. Yes, it has. Uh, for for disagreeing with him. So I'm just gonna say like. No comment. It's so weird, by the way. Like that, I don't. If you haven't read this article, it came out yesterday in BuzzFeed, um, and it is about um, Christopher Steele. Yeah, uh, gave the FBI some other information about Russia, specifically that Russia had um, probably killed a, a former head of, of RT, their media outlet, on American soil just before he was set to uh, speak to the Senate about how RT works, and presumably that is Vladimir Putin tells them what to say, and then they say it. Um, so he died, and the circumstances w- involved a lot of um, blunt force trauma. Right, it was officially reported as an accident. Yes, because uh, 
you know, people blunt force trauma play, themselves I mean, by accident. Yeah, I, I fall down all the time and yeah. die. Um, so he died. Uh, but the the thing that's in, I mean, beyond all the facts of the case, the thing that's interesting to me is every so often, like BuzzFeed, you know, all listicle, <laughs> yeah, just fucking kills a fucking story <laughs> dead. Yeah. Just is like has the most like honestly like heavily reported story that nobody else has yeah and then it's back to uh, what kind of uh, fudge are you (laughs) i i don't know if it's the same person cracking all these stories i'm gonna assume that it is it must be (laughs) and that that person must hate the what type of fudge like (laughs) you'd be like at least go like i want to see your paycheck yeah every week yeah like um and then the person's like, yeah, my paycheck's the same as yours because your story got the same number of views as my fudge article Damn because it. America's the worst. So, <laughs> yep. Because um, we don't make money for the fact that CNN said BuzzFeed said. Right. <laughs> but the point of all that is Putin, congratulations from Donald Trump. Um, and... Uh, you know, obviously, Trump probably didn't read his briefing papers, and if he did read his briefing papers, he, he I don't think it, this is necessarily evidence that there's anything that Putin has on Trump, though, of course, he does have uh, a P-tape. Um, I think it's more just, like, evidence that um, Trump believes that he gets to do whatever he wants in this position, and he wanted to congratulate a despot because Trump is... Yeah. Jealous of despots. Um, and Putin gets to kill whoever he wants in whatever country they're in. Yeah, exactly. And Trump wishes he could do that. Uh, I mean, he has drones and stuff, and I'm sure like he dials up the footage and is like, yay, I killed that guy. <laughs> um, I, Donald Trump, am killing people. That's the song he sings. But um, uh, one of the things that like a lot of like people who worked in the White House seem to have been, and deep staters seem to have been scandalized by is the fact that this information leaked in the first place because Mm. these are briefing papers for president's eyes only. So somebody was very, very upset that he did not listen to that bit of information. Right, Which and then McMaster's left two days later, so there's the argument... That maybe it was him or somebody in his office who sure. Bolton already said, like, he's cleaning the house yeah. when he shows up. Which is always great, because you want to keep, especially right before meeting with North Korea, Oh sure. you want to um, make sure everybody's new to the job. Well, he also called everybody that he's kicking out Obama loyalists. Yeah. And that's, um, if you work at the um, uh, NSC, uh, it's not a political position. Right. It's a um, national security position. This yeah. is not like uh, the abortion divide. Yeah. This is the uh, who is trying to kill us div- like right. question. Because the argument that he's essentially making is like, well, no, like, but these people were here when Obama was here. And it's like, yes, and these people were here when Bush was here. Right. And they probably were in a different department, but... Right. Like these here, are career like, sta- staffers. Yeah. You can disagree with their findings, but they're not finding this because they hate the president, right? Um, I mean, they probably hate the president yeah. because they have eyes, yeah. Uh, but uh, they're not they're not trying to undermine him any more than the rest of us podcasters are. Um, so yeah, he congratulated Putin. 
uh, he's being sued for an emoluments clause violation, and it keeps moving forward. It's get it's been mo- it, it, it it it's over the the suit itself has overcome the first hurdle. They have found that the uh, uh, prosecution has standing uh, to uh, prosecute the suit, um, and I think this is actually a flaw in the legal system. Mm. Uh, in order to prosecute anybody, in in uh, you have to be the damaged party. Yeah. Um, and you have to prove standing, which is that I was hurt by this. And that seems to kick the can down the road a bit. Yeah. Like, it doesn't let you sue for potential harms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I know they painted yeah. this with lead, and I'm going to die. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, that, that well... Uh, yeah, yes and no. They're, they're, like, I mean, I'm oversimplifying, yeah. obviously, but it just seems like... I should be able to sue Trump for emoluments clause violations, but I can't. I couldn't do that. Agreed. Uh, you could, if um, if you could prove that somehow I was harmed. Yeah. As opposed to just like the concept of like America is harmed by this. Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm a citizen. America's harm is my harm. Yeah, that's not gonna. Yeah, work. it doesn't work. Um. I, I I I'm excited for it to be moving forward. Yeah. Um I think it will fail because um Everything. no one's been prosecuted for it in the history of ever. Almost no one ever's even been charged for it in the history of ever. Right. And previous presidents have essentially violated it because they kind of didn't have much of a choice. Right, sure, sure. So also um, everything beautiful dies. Yeah. Yeah. Um you but know it'll I, be fun. I I think much like the Stormy Daniels and whatever the hell the other place lady is, and the what all the ladies um, who are who are suing Trump, all the Trumpy ladies, um, all the Trumpy ladies. I think the um, I think the fun will come in the discovery. Yes, you know, like when he has to get deposed, or when they have to go, like, okay, well, just you know, tell us how much. Yeah. How much money you made from this thing? Yeah, Stormy's lawyer is uh, uh, subpoenaing. Uh, information from the Trump organization and from Michael Cohen and specifically saying I want to know if Trump knew about the yeah. $130,000 payment. So yeah. that's fun. So I think the emoluments thing is basically going to be like, hey, uh, show me your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's basically what they're going for. Yeah. Uh, Andy McCabe is filling out his LinkedIn profile. Yep. Um, he was like, Forty six hours. Yeah. From, or yeah. Something rough, like that. rough scene. Like, yeah. obviously, we haven't seen the um, co- the cause documents on this. The Inspector General's report yeah. that we will probably never get to. See. And the IG. Well, uh, hopefully they'll release it. And the IG's report is, I mean, theoretically, this guy's nonpartisan. He is part of. He was put in place under Obama. Um, and people under Obama may have some reasons to be mad at McCabe, too. Yeah. Um, with all that said, the timing is suspect. And it's also like, why make an enemy of this guy? Why not just let him retire? It's yeah. Vi- it's vicious. Th- this is the most, of all the things that we've seen, uh, this is one of the most, like, you see what you want to see yeah. type things. Because on one hand, you go like, okay, um, you fired him. 48 hours right. before he was going to retire. You're only doing it to be vindictive, to be an asshole, right. so that he doesn't get his pension. The other side of it is you have standing on it because, like you said, 
the nonpartisan group of people that are mm-hmm. there to inspect it said, hey, fire this guy. Right. Now, the, the argument is that they rushed the report. Sure. Um, you know, like, the whole, the whole process went a lot quicker than it would have. You could have just run out the clock. Right. Um, on it. And I think there are a couple of people who have offered to just, like, hire him for a couple of days. So that yeah, he yeah. Technically, <laughs> it's the number. <laughs> um, but um, I think... Did McCabe already testify to the to Mueller? It is or? not clear when he went to Mueller, but we know he did go to Mueller. We know he had memos that were that uh, back the Comey memos, yeah, and that these interviews have happened. It's not clear when in this process that happened. Yeah, one of the things I learned about the um, the memo situation mm-hmm. that I had not previously known before, because Trump, like the next day, came out and said, you know, he's got a bunch of lying memos and right. blah blah blah, you know. Um, whatever, and he's probably just doing it because he's bitter and cranky. Right. Um, is that there is a formal process? Right. That those memos follow. That you that you write it up, you put a certain amount of information, and then you file it, and it gets like right a and number it, or whatever you want to call it. Um, it's also considered testimony. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's got to happen within like seven days of the event. Right. So it's. Like, if his argument is, like, McCabe did this because he hates me um, or because, like, I fired him so he has all these memos, it's like, no, they they happened, yeah. like, when those things happened. Now, you, he may still have hated you. Right. But, um, but it's not a situation where, like, as you, you're slighted, you can go back and try and, like, change history and, right. you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, McCabe also does have a time machine. Yeah, that's true. So... Um, and the, like, I my you know my cousin who's very conservative like was very much on the like yeah screw this guy, and um and I I didn't want to engage and I didn't. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> you're growing. Yeah, uh, but I wanted to be like, do you know what he was fired for? Because what he was fired for was talking to the press about Clinton's like yeah, yeah. investigation in a way that benefits you. Yeah. So you're like, 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 what do you think he did? Yeah, that, like, I mean, you're either Team Trump or you're not, you know. And yeah. Team Trump, everything he does is good. But the thing he did was pro Team Trump. Like, yeah, but then you're Trump, just then Trump fired him. It's like, look, Trump, Trump didn't want to fire Meatloaf, but he had to fire somebody, and Meatloaf was not performing well that week. That doesn't help. It's like we know that Trump made the right call in firing Meatloaf. I I don't. And in the same way, he had to fire somebody. It was Andy McCabe's turn. He was the lowest performer in Celebrity White House. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. It was. It was Sunday night or whatever the fuck it was, or Friday night, or. I mean, he tweeted enough hints that he was going to fire somebody. Yeah. They'd had the rose ceremony. <sighs> Gross. Um, okay. Um, uh, what else we got? I'm sure that's all that's, that's happened. That's everything. Uh, some sanctions finally came to Russia. And um, they're kind of they're not useful. Why, 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 does, why is nobody mad about this? Like, everybody was like, finally, sanctions, and they're great. Like, they, the people that they sanctioned, minus like a couple... Right. Um, were the like 
were the same people from the like fucking right from the hoax uh, from the hoax from the from hoax the Mueller factory. investigation. Yeah. Um, like, like it, Mueller's Mueller's thing is a hoax, but like, okay, we'll sanction those exact people. Yeah, those exact people who left the country a long time ago, who took all the money out of the country a long time ago, who as foreign felons, right? We are foreign. Under foreign indictment, we're not allowed to work with anyway. Right. Those are the people who got sanctioned. So yeah. now those people who we never would have done work with right. cannot do work with us. Right. Well, it's also like the th- the th- the thing about like waiting this long on the sanctions isn't that um, the, then the sanctions become effective. It's to give everybody the time to hide the money. Yeah. Like. And put it in shell corporations that are two or three, like removed from you. Right. Um, if I if I tell you four weeks from now, I'm going to take all the money out of your wallet. Oh, okay. Put it someplace else. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Get a, get a different wallet. <laughs> right. Put it in my back pocket. Right. If I take, if I if four weeks come and there's any money in your wallet, you're an idiot. Yeah. Like. And you're so disappointed in me. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. I mean, he. Also, anyway, give me all the money in your wallet. Right now? Yeah. No. I'm proving a point. No. Give me all your money. No. Fine. Ha ha. But seriously, give me all your money. Oligarch. (laughs) (laughs) Oligarch success. Um, Yeah, guys, by the way, all you have to do is say no. Um, So the, yeah, I mean, it's it's also similar, like, Trump pulled a baller move this week and, like, kicked 60 uh, Russian diplomats out of the country and shut down the Seattle <laughs> fucking uh, consulate. consulate. And in fairness, like a bunch of the EU kicked Russian agents out um, yeah. in a in a fairly like coordinated move. Um, but all that does is make trade craft in the U.S. like somewhat more difficult on a like on the ground level and the other and like makes like people who are still here, like have to do a bit more work. Um, and also Russia will probably retaliate and kick a bunch of people out of their country. Right. So they've already just, said they were. Everybody's everybody has a tougher job now. This is not like, this is not how you get things done. Um, you get things done by hitting them in the pocketbook. Uh, or alternatively, I'm realizing you get your elections overthrown by hitting them in the pocketbook. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, here's the, like... So it might be, I mean, if Trump wants to survive, this is not the dumbest way to go about it. Fair enough. Um, the thing that was so weird about it, like... And I get that this happens, because I know that we're doing our own shady stuff, too. Um, but, like, the way the Trump administration described the 60 people that were getting kicked out was that they were bu- essentially a bunch of spies, that they weren't right. diplomats. So I was like... Okay, so you had a list of Russian spies well, it, I mean, in the country. Like, it's, uh, it is, like Russia has actually a, a like, somewhat different system for their foreign service. Mm-hmm. Uh, American foreign service is very clearly split between clandestine service mm-hmm. and dipl- diplomat service. And even then, like... Yeah, you know, we credential CIA agents as diplomats, but then, like, they go... Yeah. But, like, in, in there's not really that bright a line between so if there's if you've got a russian diplomat he's probably a spy yeah um it just seems weird that we would be like hey you russian spies you get that building over there yeah. like yeah. 
you know, it, I mean, again, it we're doing the, it. It keeps them where we can see them. Yeah, but I'm just like, you know, it's weird to know that somewhere in the U.S. government, mm-hmm. there's a list of like a couple hundred spies, yeah, yeah. active Russian spies that we just know we're here. Yep. And we're just like, it's just a thing we do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm Build going, that wall, right? Build the wall so the Russian spies can't get in. Yeah. I'm going out of order here for a moment. Yeah, yeah. Going a little bit more topical, but like that was another one of the big stories that came out today specifically. Uh, is that Mueller um, got confirmation that uh, Gates, who has flipped. Big rip. Um, like, was knowingly in contact with Russian spies who mm-hmm. were working with Russian intelligence during the 2016 election. Yeah. Um, Coincidence. No- I mean, who hasn't talked? When you're running a campaign, you talk to everybody. I'm sure he talked to Brazilian spies, too. Doesn't that make you feel better? No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Fair. Uh, um, Fair. So, I, like, um, I think similar to the Stormy Daniels interview, when you, by the time Stormy Daniels like gave her interview, we were like, yeah, I know that. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. That's the danger with the Mueller investigation. That like, By the time it comes out, it's going to be like, this isn't explosive at all. Right. We, all, we, we knew all this. We, we just It got slowly leaked out over yeah. like a year and a half time. And everybody forgot about it because the next crazy thing, um, it's just, let's move on. Yeah. Um, uh, so let, uh, picking up the pace a little bit because, oh, my God, there's so much. Saudi, the, the, the Saudi prince said he has Kushner in his pocket. Right. Uh, and went so far as to say, like, he gave me intelligence from the U.S. about my enemies that essentially I got to go kill. Yeah. Like, yeah. I put them all in jail. It was great. Yeah. Thanks, Jared. Thanks, Jared. Um, and, and nobody's really been like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's basically like, maybe that happened. Yeah. John Dowd uh, quit uh, mm-hmm. the Russian uh, defense team um, uh, because, you know, lawyers do quit things. Yeah. Also, a bunch of, um, like, uh, uh, big deal law firms specifically pr- like were like, to their lawyers, you cannot take Trump as a client. Yeah. Well, the thing with doubt, part of the reason they're saying that he left was because um, Trump was going to hire some dude yeah. from, from the TV. From the TV uh, and his wife. Yeah, TV uh, lawyer and yeah. TV lawyer. Right. So he, he said... Can, uh, by the way, I, I hate to... Inter- I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no. But can you imagine what the home life is like for two TV lawyers? I don't know. It's, I mean, it's got to be pretty like. The, I I just imagine the the like one of those cold, like the coldest <laughs> buildings in the world mm-hmm. that they live in that does not like it's all cement and does not actually have like beds or couches in it. Yeah, but they just come home and then they each go to a corner of the room and stare at each other. And every so often, a child wanders in and is like, "Can I have juice?" And they don't say a word. Um. Well, I would normally back you up on that. I don't know if you've actually seen these two lawyers. Oh, yeah, they're crazy fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, one of the reports basically had said that, like, Trump disliked them partially because they were disheveled <laughs> when they came to the White House. Yes. Uh, they yes. could not get their shit together for that. But, the, like, he wanted to hire them. He said a thing that I'm going to hire these guys. Right. The only thing he hadn't technically done 
with meet them or do a like a conflict right. of in, in conflict of interest check and it turns out he didn't like them um, and, and also, also they, they have massive conflicts <laughs> of interest right so even though dad was like look I'm going to leave if you hire these right. guys he said well I'm hiring these guys met them and was like I am not hiring these guys oops yeah uh, and dad left yeah somebody I was listening today to today said that um, there are now more people defending Donald Trump against accusations that he uh, committed sexual crimes than defending him against Bob Mueller. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like the Mueller investigation, um, he has no he has no legal cover at this point. It's like Jay Suclow, and and that's it. Not Ty Cobb. No, Ty Cobb is technically representing the White House. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I did not realize that. Yeah, yeah. And Jay Suclow is a uh, civil rights, is a religious rights, sorry, religious rights attorney. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, this is not his area of expertise. <laughs> yeah. So, but. But in fairness, this is not Trump's area of expertise. Yeah. Either. But according to his tweets, there are so many people that want to represent him. Oh, so many. Like, it's a false narrative only backed up by the fact that there's nobody representing him. Yeah. Um. Somebody, if somebody was representing him, they might have told him, we should at least look in, we should have some meetings about meeting with North Korea before mm-hmm. we agree to meet with North Korea. Instead, Trump just agreed to meet with North Korea. Yeah. Without telling anybody else. Like, I, I, I'm not sure, I don't recall if it was you and I talking about this, but I think, like, the way it was explained to me was, like, South Korea always makes this offer from the North. Like, yeah. whenever they meet with the North, the Nor- uh, Kim is like, hey, I'd love a photo op with the President of the United States of America. Right. It would give me a lot of legitimacy. So, um, you know, go tell them. And then South Korea does the due diligence of walking over and being like, yo, listen. Um, we asked. Like, they they want to meet. Just please say no. And Trump heard they want to meet and uh, didn't apparently know or didn't care that everybody gets this invite and um, everybody says no. Yeah. Uh, So he said yes. And I'm not not even going to go so far as to say it's a bad move because, I mean, there aren't good moves. You know, doing Mm nothing is a bad move. Uh, doing certainly invading is a terrible move. Uh, bombing them's a, ba- a terrible move. Everything's a bad move. There aren't good options. There's only just it's a rare, it's a really hard problem. So sure, mm-hmm. if the president of the United States thinks that this can get us to a more peaceful state, great. The problem is that it's not the president is meeting with Kim. It's that the president is Donald Trump. Yeah. Well, the um. The thing I kept hearing, because like I, I was trying to figure out like, do I do I agree with this like move or not? Mm-hmm. Um, and the general criticism that a lot of folks had given about his decision to do this, he's like, well, the the meeting between two world leaders um, typically comes at the end. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, it because especially because with with the American president. It's something they want real bad. Right. Um, uh, the deal maker yeah. usually gay extracts a concession for that. Right. So in this case, 
we're we're in a position where we go like, okay, we're kicking off negotiations where we know we're not going to get to a resolution like at that meeting. Right. Um, so we're kicking off negotiations. If those go south, like where do we go from here? Because mm-hmm. typically we would not do that. Now, granted, nothing else has worked. Right. So like it's worth a shot. Um, if it were me, I would say like, okay, let me meet with my you know national security team, right? Um, and we'll talk about this. He went with, hey, um, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fire my national security team, as you do, um, and then make sure to like bring a bunch of new guys in right beforehand. But let me specifically hire the guy who said bomb the shit out of North Korea. Right, right. Get this whole negotiation thing over with right. so we can bomb the shit out of North Korea. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kim went to China and had yeah. um, a sit-down with the Chinese president. So that was probably very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Moving we, on. We got to speed are. up because we are, I think, a third of the way through this list. What? I know. How the fuck are we a third of the way through this I list? I know. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, All right, let's, so let's, let's, go let's quickly. just start going quickly. Facebook, Cambridge Analytica, it's a huge story. It is very complicated, more complicated than we have time to um, unpack here, certainly, in this setting. Um, I got one hot take for you. This is Facebook uh, behaving like like Facebook. This is the thing working. This is how Facebook works. Right, but to some degree, like, the specific thing that caused this problem, because it was 50 million... um, User profiles. Which isn't even that many in a a group that has a billion profiles. Right. But if you target them, it's very relevant. Sure. Um, That uh, basically, like, they got. And there was a a rule that basically said, like, if you took a personality quiz or something along those lines, um, that they get your information. And oops, technically we said that, like, we can also get the same information from everybody who you're friends with. Right. So even though they didn't consent for it. Uh, and in 2014, Facebook was like, we're not doing that anymore. Right. And okay. Analytica's data was already out the door. Yeah. Um, and uh, Facebook sent them letters and was like, uh, we know you have this data. Destroy it. And Analytica was like, "Who new phone, who dis? And um, Facebook was like, well, I'm sure it'll work out fine. Right. But- and didn't tell anybody that this was had happened and just sort of sat on it. And then it kind of and then it got the whistle got blown. Uh, by uh, former Cambridge Analytical uh, Analytica uh, employee. But there's really no connection to Cambridge Analytica that we can think of other than the fact that Steve Bannon helped create it. Right, and that the Mercers funded. Right. Right. Um, Aside from that, though, none. Right. Um, They worked uh, anti-Brexit. Right. Uh, They worked with Bolton. Uh, Well, and the other thing about it is that their... Um, uh, strategy and um, methodology in no way mirrors the exact strategy and methodology that the Russians employed. Right. So there's nothing to see here. Right. Other the CEO technically said, "Yeah, we blackmail people sometimes and send yeah. prostitutes to their rooms and stuff like that in a similar way to the way the Russians do." And um, yes, there were a bunch of people who came into this country probably illegally on on the wrong visas right. to work with American clients in a way that they shouldn't have. Right. And, and yes, um, Cambridge Analytica would technically be 
forbidden entirely from working on election campaigns in America because they are entirely staffed by foreigners. Yeah. But, um, but other than that, other than that, other than, other than that's fine. So hopefully, prob- probably nothing comes probably from nothing. it. Probably nothing. Um, so uh, that's fun. Um, this one came and went so fast, it's actually shocking because it is also actually shocking. Republicans on the House Intel Committee, it came out, uh, leaked Senator Mark Warner's texts. Mm-hmm. His texts. And how'd they get those texts? Senator Mark Warner gave them to him to contextualize something they'd, they, they needed to know. Mm-hmm. And then they leaked them to Fox. Right, which is fine because it's not. Like, I just, I just want to highlight that because the handling of data and the leaking of data has been this huge issue. Yeah. Except when it's not. And both sides do it. Like, yeah. I'm crowing like mad about the fact that uh, do not congratulate got leaked. Yeah. Um, but also each thing is its own thing. The fact that I know that do not congratulate was a thing that happened yeah. informs me... Yeah. Uh, about something important. Okay, we got to move on. Um, speaking of House Intel, they shut down their investigation and uh, released, are going to release a report that says there was no collusion because that seems to um, be a and, and true that, thing. And that's what really, I mean, like, ignoring, like, ignoring that it's, it's a farcical investigation. Right. Um, the issue was, like, they had people from the investigation on. Not Nunez because everybody knows that he's just... Right. Ridiculous. But being like, wait, but you didn't talk to Manafort. You didn't talk to Gates. Right. You didn't talk to any of the people who were actually being investigated. Like, well, we can't. Yeah. Because they're part of the Mueller investigation, so we don't have an opportunity to talk to them. Right. Um, So they should have said, there's no way for us to know because all of the relevant parties cannot talk to us. Instead of saying, like, there is nothing because based on the people that we've talked to, there's nothing there. It's like, yeah, but you know that you didn't yeah, I mean, talk I, to those people. I think the one good thing about this is that it takes like what is obviously a, a an incredibly broken element out of this. Yeah. You know, like Hipsy only seemed to exist to throw sand in the gears and uh, s- to create smoke and confusion. And if they can't do that anymore, I'm I'm fine with that because they certainly weren't doing good. Um, it does make me question if that's the case. Why now? Uh, do they know something's coming? Uh, who knows? Um, uh, so uh, Vladimir Putin uh, had one of his uh, supervillain meetings where he revealed the existence of his crazy nukes. Yeah, and they're probably—I mean, some of them are probably not honestly real. He has—he claims nuclear weapons that are powered nuclearly they have like you know like nu- a nuclear sub they yeah. and um I, uh, I i listened to the arms control wonk podcast and they were like if they've tested this they've killed everybody who was under it but you mean like just Cause, so because they can't shield that mm-hmm. so if it flew overhead <laughs> you are dead you're dead on the like yeah, I, I guess the reason you have a uh, nuclear engine on a nuclear missile is because it gets you a lot more range. Mm-hmm. You know? But um, 
That's crazy. He's crazy. I mean, like, he's just fucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, the whole thing's nuts. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, in, the, in the tweet that, ha- that occurred um, after the whole, um, you know, congratulations for Putin thing. Sure. Um, Trump was like, look, guys, d- like, we want to have a good relationship with Putin. Right. You know, at the end of the day, like, it can't hurt us, especially with the upcoming arms race. You know, and everybody, like, and we all just ignored the fact that, like... He's like, there's like, an upcoming arms race. Yeah. Arms race soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are... We want to like, have a good... Also, like, no, you don't want to have a good relationship with somebody you are going to enter an arms race with. <laughs> yeah. That's like me saying, Dustin, we're real good friends, mm-hmm. which is why I'm buying a shotgun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because I know against you. Because I know you're gonna buy a shotgun because we're such good friends. And the only thing that's gonna maintain our friendship is after you buy your shotgun, I'm gonna get an AR-15. Because I know you're going to get a grenade launcher. Um, Fucking lunacy. I don't want to be friends with you if you're gonna buy a shotgun. Well, I got a lot of shots to gun. Um, Kushner got hundreds of millions of dollars in loans from banking groups after those groups met him in the White House. Nothing to see here. Moving right along. Uh, Except. Uh, apparently, the White House has admitted that they are opening investigation into it. Well, I'm sure that'll be a fair and thorough investigation. Right. It's not anything different than right. if you had done something bad and I say, like, well, no, this podcast is opening investigation into whether or not, like, uh, you know, Dave was a bad guy. And, like, yeah. I got a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> you know how you're going to find. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, ben Carson brought a real expensive table because his wife... Right, the told deep, him to buy it. The deep state bought an expensive yeah, table. Yeah, like he asked for a table, and then the deep state went in there and just totally bought a table. Yeah, um, <laughs> my my friend sent me uh, an article. He's like, like I'm sure you already know about this, but I'm just sending it to you for the sake of the fact that it's all you. Right. Um, and it said uh, Ben Carson uses the women be shopping defense. Yes. <laughs> yep. like, yes. Um, there was one night this week. That was just the most fun night. And I call it Nunberg night. Oh, yes. When Sam Nunberg went completely insane. And the thing this week was it? It was was was, was in the the last month. It was a a week or two ago. Um, The thing about it was that when Sam Nunberg went crazy, like the thing the thing that now strikes me about it is like overall nothing changed from point yeah. A to point B. He was subpoenaed. He get, went in and gave testimony and handed over the emails. Right. Yeah. But in between those two points, we had such a fun journey. <laughs> yes. Just watching this lunatic flame out on television, show up at like literally like at one point, I think it was Aaron Burnett who was like, I have to tell you, I can smell alcohol in your breath. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, for, again, for the for quick quick recap for the folks who like he was a person who um, worked on the Trump cam- or worked with Trump basically left right around the time the campaign was becoming a thing. Um, had met with Mueller's investigation team, uh, said, "Wow, this is the real deal. This yeah. is actually like a thing. Um, it's good that they're doing this." Got the subpoena and said, "I am not printing out all my emails yeah. uh, because that's ridiculous. And that's going too far." Went on every news source you could possibly imagine. Uh, and then said, like, to your point, like you said, uh, was like, you know what, I'll probably, I'll yeah, probably do that. I'll probably yeah. investigate. And they asked him why he ultimately did it. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, he attributed it to, I think, the CNN, the CNN or 
MSNBC interview, they were all waiting yeah. like afterwards. Yeah. And he's like, you guys don't really think they can arrest me, do you? And they're like, yeah, yeah. they can. Yeah, they can. They can and, throw you in jail. And the, and the most compelling argument that he said that he had heard beyond that mm-hmm. was like, by doing this, you look guilty. Yeah. You don't look like you're standing up for something. You look like you're guilty and you're trying to hide something. Yeah. Uh, the the so. thing I really appreciated about all of it was like they had like panels and like some of the pa- people on the panels were lawyers and they kept going, Sam, I am not your attorney. This does not constitute legal advice. But damn. But <laughs> what you're doing is real bad for you. <laughs> yeah. And you need to consider doing something else. So and then he did, and then it was fine, uh, and I'm sure like he gave Mueller a lot of good evidence. Right. Um, uh, so, so if if you're ever in that legal situation and you can't afford an attorney, just go on go, CNN. Just go crazy on CNN and see what people tell you to do. Uh, speaking of insane, Steele, uh, Michael, uh, uh, Michael Steele, Michael Steele, Michael Steele. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Steele uh, claims that Russia kept uh, Trump from hiring Romney for Secretary of State. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. What, well, I mean, like, why would we remember it? It was yeah. like five days ago. Uh, this has nothing to do with that, but Romney, like, for some reason, Romney is making a point of going, like, no, I'm even further right on immigrants <laughs> yes. than Trump is. Like, because people are like, oh, okay, Romney's yeah, uh, running, you know. Romney, Romney's running for senator in in Utah. Romney is a Mormon. <laughs> Romney can. Uh, Romney is beloved in Utah. He does not need to do anything but just show up. Yeah. He, he, Romney right now could crawl into a hole and just not appear again until the election, and he would win. He, right. But, but he's but he's making a point reason, of being like fuck the DACA kids. And like. I mean. We always knew he was a heartless son of a bitch. It's just good to have a fucking reminder. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of heartless people, Eric Prince, the you know sociopath from uh, Blackwater, mm-hmm. um, was rep- was previously reported to have had uh, me- a meeting with Russian officials in the Seychelles. You yeah. know that playground of islands where the rich mm-hmm. go to have secret meetings. Yeah. Now there was a good explanation for this. Mm-hmm. He walks in to discuss business about something else with a guy, and then that guy's like, oh, Eric, I want you to meet my Russian friend. And yeah. they just meet and exchange pleasantries, as you do in the Seychelles. You know, everybody's got a cocktail in their hands. There's beautiful people and bathing suits everywhere. Yeah. You're just hanging out, having a good seychelle time <laughs> in, in, where, where there's no law. <laughs> and so, under oath, he says, total happenstance meeting. Mm-hmm. Leaked this week that Bob Mueller has uh, some information that states that this was a legitimate attempt to establish a back channel between the Trump people and the Russians. Oops. Oops. Uh, Trump's Justice Department is suing California before being a sanctuary state because states' rights only involve guns. Right. Um, and nobody understands what a sanctuary state means. Right. Uh, Michael Cohen used his own money but a Trump company email to arrange for the payment to Stormy Daniels. Yes, uh, which, um, if that's true, like, if it, his argument is um, Trump did not tell me to do this. Right. So you have two options here. You have, one, campaign finance violation. Right. Sure. Um, if, um, you know, like, um, if Trump knew about it um, and he did it, campaign 
finance violation. If Trump didn't know about it, uh, then he gets disbarred yep. because he took action on behalf of a client without informing that right. client of that action. So either one of those, and if he violated campaign finance law, disbarred. Yeah. So either version of this story should end with disbarred. Yeah. I'm I, not sure how it hasn't yet. You guys, they got a, the bar association has works slow. I mean, it's all legal stuff. Right. But either way, hopefully disbarred soon. Yeah. He's just an awful human being. Uh, speaking of wonderful human beings, Ivanka Trump. Uh-huh. Um, Acting Secretary of State at the moment. <laughs> she is not accepting. She's so caring yeah. and so giving that she's not accepting a salary despite having a position in the White House. And an How official does she get position. by? Well, she is accepting a salary from the Trump Organization of $1.5 million a year. Oh, that, that feels like a direct conflict of interest. It's not so much a conflict of interest as it, it raises the question, who is she working for? Yeah. I mean, I, you can also... It's you, because usually I work for the person who pays me money. Yeah, typically. Like, and if I'm not getting paid money to do a thing, it might be a hobby. Right. Or um, uh, a thing I even pay to do, you know, like mm. take a class on how to make macarons. You know, because I, I want to make macaron. I don't even I know like, what you're talking about. They're those about. tiny cookies, and they got filling, and they're, they're, they're French. Oh, okay. Yum, 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 macaron. I'm going to take a class. Okay. I'm going to pay $300 to learn how to make fucking macaron on fucking mm. Saturday afternoon. I'm not going to say I'm doing that for the people, for the people though. No, 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 <laughs> That's not. for me. Um, um, no. Anyway. Um, Betsy DeVos. <laughs> just a fucking just, idiot. Just a fucking lunatic. <laughs> like, she went in... This is what this is the thing about billionaires. Um, they're so used to just being um, thinking, "I must be right. I'm mm. a billionaire." That they do, that they they're it's like they're permanently uh, uh, seniors in college. Yeah. You know, they've just got it all figured out, and they're just waiting to graduate. And by graduate, they mean uh, uh, blend us. Yeah. So that they can turn us and th- they can turn all of us into life potion that they drink. Yeah. So, supposedly, like she had this whole plan of how she wanted to do everything. Um, beyond the interview that she did with, I think it was sixty minutes. Yeah. That was atrociously Le- bad. I think it was Leslie Stahl. Yeah. yeah. She had this whole plan, that, like of like we were going to do these things and give all this money to charter schools or whatever. And then the big budget came out, and they were basically like, "Yeah, your thing. We're not doing that." Right. Like, uh, we're doing what we do. Like, so, yeah. So she's just sort of spinning there, drifting in the winds. But then she gives this interview fucking 60 minutes. And Leslie Stahl literally asks her, how do you know, like, that low-performing schools are, um, uh, are improving uh, under you? And she's like, well, I just assume so. And Leslie Stahl's like, you don't have data? She's like, uh, well, yeah. Uh, and then Leslie Stahl looked at her and went, have you visited any underperforming schools? No. Maybe should I? <laughs> Maybe I should. Maybe I should. It was just, it was such an own, it was just like she, after that question and this sort of stunned silence, Leslie Stahl then got up out of her seat, walked over, opened uh, Betsy DeVos's bag, turned it over, and was like, all this that's on the ground is mine now. <laughs> I have and take off your shoes because I want them. Yeah, I want your shoes. Uh, and right. 
how much more on the list do we have? Do we need to oh, start? Just got fucking so much. Um, all right, going faster. Uh, we alluded to it earlier. Russia poisoned a former spy and his daughter, both of whom are UK citizens, in London. It's uh, a thing that um, they shouldn't have done. Um, uh, in, in their defense, they poisoned her in Russia. And she brought the poison with her. Oh, really? To, yeah. I hadn't heard that. I heard that they, like, weaponized and deployed the poison in the UK. No, I, I, I believe what they, what, they, what they believe now is that the poison was put in her luggage in some way. Uh-huh. Um, well, good to, that her luggage didn't go in a plane. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> to, uh, to activate um, Later on, so they so put a nerve agent on a plane full of people who would go through Heathrow. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying it was good. I'm, I'm no, it's <laughs> if it's in, any, in in many ways, it's much worse than what I thought they did, which is like go into a pub in like uh, in, in the UK in I, in the southern part of the UK and like potentially poison a hundred people. Instead, if this had gone any other way, though, poison people could have been flying around the fucking world. On yeah. connecting flights. Yeah, no, that 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 would that's another way to start it again. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, uh, Seth Rich's family filed suit against Fox News, which seems, I mean, it seems like maybe Fox should have done some retracting of their stupid story. Right. Seth Rich, for those people who forget, uh, was a former DNC staffer who died. He um, was murdered in D.C. and there's been um, a, a conspiracy theory, specifically promoted by Hannity. Uh, for like weeks, where uh, they claimed that Hillary Clinton had him killed, um, and it, no, she didn't. Right, because he was, she doesn't. He, she doesn't need to do that. Because there was no hacking. It was just he shared all that information. Right, he just shared all the info. With he was he was a WikiLeaks source. WikiLeaks, by the way, uh, has not agreed to that, but mm-hmm. has uh, but keeps making vague statements because right. they're fucking trolls. Right. More um, likely, it was Goose for Two Point who actually this past week got specifically outed as a Russian. Yep. Agent. Yeah. Um, uh, and Roger Stone spoke with Guccifer on several occasions. Yeah. Um, Trump wants a space force. Let's just move on. Right. Um, uh, uh, Trump bragged at a fundraiser <laughs> that he made up shit about a trade deficit when meeting with Justin Trudeau. So Trump says at this fundraiser, when I met with Justin Trudeau, I said we had a trade deficit. And Je- Justin Trudeau said, well, actually... You don't. You have a trade surplus with Canada, and Trump was like, "No, I have a trade deficit with you." And Justin Trudeau didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. He was just sort of baffled. Meanwhile, they uh, sent people like out to prove one way or yeah, another. Yeah, and meanwhile, tr- like Trump's like, "Nope, sticking my guns." And then at this fundraiser, he's like, "I honestly didn't know. I just said it, and I'm gonna behave like it because I'm me." <laughs> Fucking uh, lunacy. Uh, Connor Lamb won in Pennsylvania. Connor Lamb. Uh, won a Pennsylvania district by about 300, 400 votes um, that had been a um, 20-point vote uh, swing to Trump. Pennsylvania 18th District, Connor Lamb won it. So I watched the shit out of that. That was fun. That was a fun night. Yeah. Um, uh, At one point, it was down to like 95-vote difference. I was like, oh, "Oh, no. It really, like, there was that, that New York Times needle. When they took the needle offline... Did you see that? Uh, no, I, I didn't. No, I, I was watching the MSNBC. I was watching the MSNBC. I was watching the Times' coverage. Uh, yeah. They had their live blog going as, as, as it were reported, and they have their needle, you know, mm-hmm. that's going back and forth. And then um, they were like, hey, guys, 
So our needle is based off certain reporting that an entire county and a big one is told us just now they're not going to do. So we don't know what to do with our needle, so we're turning it off. And everybody was like, but with the needle, how do we know? <laughs> um, no, I, I, I was watching the, the guy on MSNBC who had injured his hand, so he only <laughs> oh, yeah. had one hand, um, who was basically like checking every county and People kept, like, they wouldn't take the camera off him, even yeah. though they were doing other stories. The camera was always on him in one yeah. way or another. Uh, and he would just wave when, when he, like... I got a story. I got a thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... Uh, that, yeah. It's all, like, it really is insane the way that this reporting happens. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so crazy. Because if you think about it, after the polls close, the decision is made. Right. And we're just Schrodinger's cat yeah. waiting to figure out if we're alive or not, um, in, literally, uh, in the case of the 2016 election. Um, and But it gets reported as if, like, now Connor Lamb is leading. Now Saccone is leading. No, he's not. The decision's made. Yeah. Just, you're, all you're doing is reporting uh, uh, somebody that's already counted yeah. a thing. Um, I wish that there was a better way, like, because the only way that, like... Um, you could tell was uh, the dude from MSC was being like, well, 70% is reporting from the Democratic district yeah. and 90% is reporting from the you know the Republican district. Like, it was just a better way to look at it and go like, these numbers mean something right. or they don't mean something. Right. You know, like, because if you were doing it for, you know, like the, the national vote or whatever, like if we got rid of the Electoral College and we're doing it for the national vote and New York hadn't reported in yet. Right. Like, that you know that would be meaningless. Like right. all the other votes would be meaningless. Right. Exactly. Um, anyway. Anyway, um, Donald Trump Jr. is getting divorced. Love is dead. No, love is alive. <laughs> um, I think my my personal conspiracy theory is that they're trying to protect his assets by giving them to her. Yeah. Like he'll just get destroyed in the. Uh, he. I mean, he has so much liability. Yeah, potential. Like he he ran the meeting, right? And he they crafted an email with his input or a statement with his input about how the meeting wasn't a thing. Yeah, like, no, I mean that's a good idea. I, like, I, I think it's a good, that's a fair. Uh, she also looked viciously unhappy. Yeah, yeah, much of the time. I mean, like she was married to him, right? Yeah, um, that's a legitimate reason too. And apparently, he slept with somebody from The Apprentice too because. I guess everybody named Trump sleeps with somebody from The Apprentice. Yeah. Well, good for them. Um, uh, Trump's attacking Mueller by name. I don't have a lot to say about that, except uh, um, Kushner's group uh, repeatedly claimed that people who were rent-stabilized were not rent-stabilized. So this is very inside New York uh, real estate market baseball, Mm. but basically... Kushner owns Kushner. The Kushner group owns properties around the city, and um, somehow, and I'm sure they're not. It's not because they're stealing from themselves, yeah. but somehow, uh, despite the New York real estate scene being the most profitable thing on the planet, they're bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, part of their plan apparently is to take rent stabilized uh, uh, um, uh, rent stabilized. Uh, uh, renters mm-hmm. and rent stabilization in new york means that you're on a lease where you have to be given the first right of refusal and it can only go up one or two percent a year as opposed to other leases which can just be raised as much as the market will allow um 
uh, rent stabilize Kushner's plan was just to claim that a bunch of his, his tenants were not rent stabilized and nobody was checking this and then kind of kick them out. So that's fun. Um, yeah, just in terms of like, um, we love America, we love the American people. Uh, Kushner's a slumlord, basically. Yep. Trump was a slumlord. Yep. Trump's dad was such a slumlord that like they wrote a song about it. Yep. Um, so these people don't and care about America. He got arrested at a KKK rally. He did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, speaking of uh, a literal Nazi is running for Congress in Illinois, and this is going to shock you. As a Republican. What? I know. Um, he got twenty thousand votes. Twenty thousand votes. Twenty thousand. Uh, and he was running unopposed. You didn't have to vote for him at all. Right. This was the primary. Right. You could. This is twenty thousand people who were like who were so into the Nazi that they were like, I could just not per- be recorded for posterity as voting for a Nazi. But... Right. Yeah, I think his family will be enough. Yeah. I think his. I think him voting should be enough to put him over the edge. Yes. Well, anyway, um, uh, uh, the former head of the CIA, John Brennan, uh, suggested <laughs> the Russians have compromise on Trump. Yeah. He was like, they must have something. And everybody was like, well, you'd know. You, yeah. You, of all people, would know. And he's just, he whistled. He just yeah. made some whistling noises. Um, and we're at the end of the list. I don't know if we're at the end of everything that happened because... Mm. Yeah. Uh, but the list ends thusly. Jeff Sessions and Donald Trump want to impose the death penalty on drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Which seems like a good use of everyone's time. Uh, I mean, they impose the death penalty on murderers, and nobody murders anybody anymore. Right, exactly. And it just seems like that's going to work. Right. Um, people, like, on one hand, you go, like, okay, yeah, well, you know, like, we do want to stop drug lords right. from doing that. Um, the other people will be like, what about the fact that marijuana is illegal federally, but legal on the state side? Does that mean that people who sell a lot of marijuana in California or Colorado are subject to the death penalty? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and according to the current law that they're, the way that they're trying to make the law, um, the answer to that question would be yes. Um, one thing we forgot. Uh, to put on the list because it just happened was the uh, 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 veterans secretary got canned. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just Shulkin. as we were, yeah, just as we were beginning to record. But don't worry, he's getting replaced by uh, Fox News guys. Yeah, by Trump's doctor. <laughs> oh well. Oh. Um, that's that seems suboptimal. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. So that's the month that was. Oh my. God, what a fucking shit yeah. show. And since we're at an hour and 18 minutes in already, um, we don't really super have time for our specific opposite effect. Uh, Although, uh, go ahead. I can do, we could do the National Coalition to ab- Abolish the Death Penalty. Yeah, let's All do right, that. All right, let's do that. So uh, that'll, that link will be in the, the uh, show notes. Um, uh, the death penalty is bad and is not civilized at all right it um, disproportionately um works against uh minorities yeah uh, and it's uh, that's just the justice system in general um the the death penalty uh, just philosophically i'm opposed to it because it's um barbaric yeah uh and especially when we're not counting it in terms of 
um, actual murder. If we just start expanding it out to be right. like, you know, I don't like that thing that you did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then. So that's that's our show for this week. Yeah. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.